0: Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. See that right there? Nice, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. As we <laughs> break down the ratings war, or what was a ratings war between WCW and WWF? Guys, we're off the heels of sold out. We got to change the intro, Joe. Yeah. We break down a show
1: that um, is coherent, and we break down a fucking train wreck. <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome to the Monday Night Wars series as we break down a coherent show (laughs) and a train wreck of another one. Yeah, wrong. (laughs) sure I'll work on it. As, like I said, we're off the heels of sold out and we're on the go home week for WWF's Royal Rumble. I'm your host, Joseph Leslow. I'm alongside here with the
2: Human Wrestling Database. Corey Mack. The professor sticking around for another night to educate the masses on the complete and utter clusterfuck that is world championship wrestling.
0: We have the ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Booble. I got two
1: words for you. Holy slap nuts. <laughs> okay. All right. Slap nuts is one word? Oh, in some, in some, in some cultures... America, Joe.
0: Oh, forget. Okay. So the
1: only culture that matters. That's
0: true. forgot about that. God. Damn so, guys, it. we have a new WCW champion, Chris Benoit. Yeah, we do. Yeah, Hello. we do. Um. Do we? Do we? Should we get into this today? Shall we? July. July. Is, nope. nope. No. Nope. July. nope. July is six months away. We're <laughs> in January seventeenth. Of the year 2000 We're in Columbus,
2: Ohio Ugh. Hey, hometown of Alexa Bliss
0: Well,
1: then I won't say the joke Just say. saying Just gonna move on from that then Move yeah, on from we're, we're, move on. We're, we're there for so, so Monday like, Fuck that, it's Rape City, USA <laughs> <Damn> Rape <laughs> City, USA Lube oh, Is it really? Is it really? Fuck Ohio State, did they rape so many people there? Fuck Ohio Ooh. State Lube
0: it, USA. It was that, oh, town, state, it was that okay. town where that fucking high school had that case That's right yeah, fuck Columbus. As we're there for Monday Nitro, we have the com- commentary team of one Tony Schiavone, Mike today, and he's still there, Bobby the Brain Heenan. the
2: corpse of Bobby Heenan. <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> we start the show off with the backstage with the limo showing up, and it's the NWO. Your new commissioner, Kevin Nash.
2: In a suit? Hold on, I need to drop some knowledge. Okay. Oh. There we oh, go. I was waiting. I was setting it up. Professor. Here we go. So the decision was made to strip Brett of the title and create a new champion at the paper pre- the previous night. Yep. Russo wanted to do a battle royal with Tank Abbott coming out in the end as the champion, like I said. A lot of the people in the company have been unhappy with Russo's booking, <laughs> which is clearly not turning things around. And the Tank Abbott idea was the last straw. People were also upset about Oklahoma winning the Cruiserweight title. And David Flair and Crowbar being tag champs, both of which were decisions that most everyone in the company was vehemently against. (laughs) Bill Bush had been second-guessing his decision to hire Vince Russo for weeks, and Kevin Sullivan has been openly pushing for the booking position himself. Bush decided to put together a new booking committee so that Russo's ideas would be filtered by people who have more, you know, sense.
1: Who aren't dumb as fuck.
2: Similar to how uh, Vince McMahon acted as a filter in the WWF, It all came to a head on Friday, two days before the per year, with Russo being removed from his position of total authority. But he was asked to stay on as a member of the committee, which would have included Kevin Sullivan, J.J. Dillon, Terry Taylor, and Kevin Nash, among others. Russo did not decline the offer, but was still weighing his options. But as of press time, he said to be leaning towards leaving the company rather than taking a reduced role. Ferrara is planning to stay... Uh, As as he has a family and wants to make things work. Um, Russo uh, has also been viewed as being inflexible when it comes to his ideas. And wouldn't take advice or ideas from anyone else. Shocking, Joe. Don't say. Gasp and all. Some have defended Russo, saying he had bad luck with injuries, especially Goldberg. Uh, But... Dave Meltzer points out that it's Russo's stupid booking that put Goldberg in that position to get injured in the first place. Accurate. Uh, TV ratings haven't really done much under Russo. They briefly went up when he arrived and have simply gone down in recent weeks, but for the most part, they haven't changed since Nash was in charge. Starcade's buy rate came in at a 0.3 adjusted. Joe. Down from the 0.38. Listed. Oh, shit. After adjusted, it was a 0.3.
3: It's
2: not good. Which is nothing short of a disastrous uh, number for the biggest pay-per-view of the year. House show numbers are embarrassing. Merch sales are in the toilet. Russo had been promised six months, but he was only given three as it took that long to decide they got the worst end of that deal. So with all that going on, WCW had to figure out how to change the pay-per-view card. To be fair to WCW, as soon as they got word that Hart and Jarrett were out, they did announce it on their website. So they didn't continue to falsely advertise them. We know the match as they made. Um, Let's see. Oh, wait. The match was changed to Sid Vicious versus a mystery opponent that would be announced at 7 p.m. on Friday night. But with all the Vince Russo drama, that deadline passed with no word on who Sid's opponent might be. Here's the fun part. By Friday night, WCW had contacted Randy Savage, whose contract had just expired, and asked him to replace Brett in a house show main event against Sid. Fun fact, he did work that match as a favor. Huh. Uh, they even talked about bringing Flair back and having him beat Sid for the title, and then to bring Hogan back the next night on Nitro, but Hogan shot that idea down. Same for Savage, who worked the house show but would not agree to her to work the pay-per-view to drop to Sid. They decided against even asking Flair, feeling like the pay-per-view was going to flop anyway, so why waste his return? They discussed the idea of Nash beating Terry Funk to become the new commissioner and then just putting himself in the title match. I could have saw that coming.
0: If they did that. (laughs)
2: They get around to it. Nash shot that idea down. Well, hmm,
1: does he
2: know? Oh yes, wisely realizing he didn't want that kind of heat. Especially since he just regained some booking power back. <laughs> immediately Give be- it
0: 40 minutes.
2: Immediately becoming the new champion, as soon as he gets power back, wouldn't be a good look, and he realized it.
0: Give it 45 minutes.
2: So finally, after considering seemingly a thousand other options, the decision was made to go with Benoit. Unfortunately, WSW didn't count on the fact that Kevin Sullivan has more enemies in the locker room than Russo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Damn. Damn. Shots fired, Dave. Who most of the wrestlers personally liked, even if they hated his booking. In the past, several wrestlers talked about bondi- banding together if Sullivan ever made Booker again, which they expected to happen eventually because everyone saw that Russo was not going to work out. But nobody expected it to happen this soon. Benoit, in particular, has intense personal heat with Sullivan due to the Nancy Benoit situation and felt he could never work under Sullivan under any circumstances. On Saturday, before a pay-per-view, a group of wrestlers, Benoit Guerrero, Perry Saturn, Shane Douglas, Dean Malenko, Conan, Juventud Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, and Billy Kidman, all got together, and then by Sunday they had asked uh, Bill Bush to remove Sullivan from the booking or release all of them. Quite the ultimatum.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: This put Bush in a tough spot since he had just given the job to Sullivan, No, it doesn't. And if he gave in to a wrestler (laughs) mutiny, it would basically prove that the inmates are running the asylum. Bush asked for a week to think it over. In the meantime, they booked Benoit to win the title uh, because they thought Benoit would be a mark for the belt and that he would stay if they made him champion. And if Benoit stayed, the others would fall in line since Benoit is the biggest star and has the most leverage. Turns out they misjudged Benoit. Bush and many others attempted to splinter the group of wrestlers, talking to them individually and trying to turn them against each other. Benoit was told he shouldn't align himself with the wrong people and that they had big plans for him. Saturn was told something similar and that they would put him in the NWO. Kidman was promised a major push into the U.S. title picture, uh, which was enough to sway him, and he actually split from the group eventually. Conan was simply sent home with the threat that he would be gi- that he would be giving up a high paying guaranteed contract. So apparently they're not sweating Conan going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, they played divide and conquer with threat of losing big money. WWE uh, or WF is said to be interested in some, but not all. It's no secret that besides Goldberg, Benoit is the one WCW the WF wrestlers want most of all. Uh, Shane Douglas hasn't exactly endeared himself to WF through the years. Remember Dean Douglas?
3: Ha <laughs>
2: ha! Hoovy and Mysterio are too small for WF to do anything with. They wouldn't make the money.
1: Um, That's hula- a hilarious sentence. Right? Oh, I mean, he's not usually, like, dead wrong about stuff. Missed that
2: one. Well, you gotta remember, this is early two thousand WF, which Jericho's getting heat for being too small. Yeah. He's way bigger than Rain Hoovy. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, they have been what beat Sid. 18 hours later, it all went to shit. Before Nitro the next day, that we're about to talk about, Bush went, met once again with the wrestlers who still wanted out and proposed a compromise, saying he wasn't going to fire Sullivan, but they would make him <laughs> Booker of the Saturday Night Show so that none of the Nitro stars would have to deal with him. That seemed to satisfy everyone, but later in the day, Bush called them all again and said that uh, they were all being sent home as punishment for their attempted mutiny. Except Benoit, since he was champion, and they had to build the show around him. Creative doesn't work for (laughs) Sullivan. Benoit balked at that and said if his friends were being sent home, then he was leaving also. Bush threatened to strip him of the title, and Benoit didn't hesitate to say that he was sticking with his friends regardless. The group hung around until the company got them plane tickets home. Then Benoit handed the belt to Nick Patrick, and they all walked out of the arena. On Nitro that night, they were careful not to bury Benoit... But they showed footage of Sid with his foot under the rope. As for the U.S. title, after Jarrett was stripped, they simply gave it back to him because WCW is a total clusterfuck right now. As of this moment, the guys, including Benoit, are supposed to meet with Bush again soon, but it's looking like he's going to grant them all the releases if he can't get them to reconsider. And I didn't take notes on this because I don't need to. Yep. Do you know what got them their releases? unconditional with okay to go to death immediately. I uh, did. I don't remember. I, I do not know. Agent Mike Graham threatened to kill them. Huh? He said, if you try to take my friend out of power, because him and Kevin Sullivan go way back, I'll kill you. But Maul was like, hmm, interesting. And they, knowing that they had them in the uh, yeah. by the balls at that point, They went straight to Bill Bush and said, your agent just threatened to kill us. We're going to sue the shit out of you unless you give us our full releases right the fuck now. And that's why those four were able to go.
0: Wow. Yes. Yep. I was wondering about that. Interesting. So that's real popular.
2: That's all going on except for the, the, my (laughs) grandpa. Before this show goes on the air. Yep. So Joe. Yeah. Take it away. Take it away.
1: Let me get
0: my other. <coughs> WCW, man.
1: What my.
2: a fucking
0: God, Dude. So, we start the show off, like I said. A limo shows up. New commissioner, Kevin Nash, and the NW. Let's go to our first smash of the night. Uh, in progress? In progress. What the fuck. As they're already in the ring, as we go straight to them as it's. Oh. Kidman versus psychosis. Uh,
1: <clears throat> i give you a Tony quote here. Kay. And I quote. Tony Schiavone, psychosis is a master of intimidation. Uh,
2: Okay. Can I give you another Tony quote from this match? I think last night Billy Kidman proved he's more than just a cruiserweight. And then 30 seconds later, talking about how Billy Kidman is one of the greatest cruiserweights in the company currently. Yep. Uh, Yep. Okay.
0: Uh,
1: We've been saying that for about eight months, by the way, on that train. He should have been had the U.S. title.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Uh Bobby's headset's not working until the very ah, end. That's all well. oh, he, I don't know if he was there actually. I don't know. That might be true. I, yeah. yeah. Uh psychosis with a top rope suicide dive over the t- out to the outside. Then he hits a top rope heel kick. Um when he and I I I'll say this, I love this part. When Bobby gets his headset on, he blames Terry Funk for going through the table last night. <laughs> that bro- since bro- the broke his headset. Since it broke his headset and it destroyed the table. The table hasn't been the same since. That's awesome. Uh, Psychosis with a face buster from the top uh, turnbuckle. Kidman with a big German suplex. Uh, Psychosis is in the wheelbarrow position. Uh, Kidman kicks out of Psychosis' top rope leg drop. Mm -hmm. And then Kidman wins with the reverse powerbomb face buster. So I guess that's his new finisher. It's easier on the body. Yeah, I was going to say that probably.
2: I think with the with the idea of moving up to a heavyweight You need to You can't do that four fifty all the time with yeah. shooting star. Um, this was a weird it was, opening.
0: They fun could, match. It was a fun yeah. match, but they like the whole time they kept like we it feels like it's the old days of the Cruiserweight division for WCW, the fast action, fast pace. It I wonder if you guys feel this way too. It
1: really felt that like they didn't know what the next segment was. They I were just, they did. No, I, I didn't agree. have a format. It's
2: funny. I think I think what the plan was, was to put these two out there because they can work. Kill some time. And just let them work and while just... we figure out what the fuck we're doing with this show. Because, uh, yeah, uh, there's no reason for this match to happen other than that. No. They were already in the ring. Yeah. They didn't even bother with entrances on air. No. Nope. It was just get the match going, and then, fuck, what do we do now?
1: Wait. <laughs> so, I guess that's my question. So Russo Russo was, some booking, but he also ran television, correct? He was sitting at the Gorilla Running Television,
2: right? I don't think he was. Or if not, who does that? J.J. Dillon. Is he doing it tonight then? Yeah, I I would assume so, yeah. Because that is... I don't think Russo has the mentality to be able to do that. Okay. This match went 6.50. Which it, should have been longer even yeah. if they were needed to fill because these two could go. Mm-hmm. And they make, uh, I don't know, they just, this is a weird show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all well, I can
0: it, say. Like, like what you were saying, how it felt like they didn't have what their next segment was. But to me, it also felt like they're trying to do the, hey, remember when we would open the Nitros with a fast-paced cruiserweight match? This is what we're giving you. Like, the good old days. Hey, remember when our show
1: was awesome and everybody watched it? This is what it used to be.
2: Yeah. I also wouldn't... I mean, I, you're probably right, but I also wouldn't do that. No. Uh, no. When, at concurrently, Oklahoma is your cruiserweight champion. So I wouldn't give them this badass cruiserweight match and be like, and then here's Oklahoma.
1: I thought it was super weird. Just, yeah, they're in the fucking ring wrestling. I'm like, what in the fuck?
0: Um, we go to commentary. Uh, commentary brings up that Jeff Jarrett was... And once again, stripped of the U.S. title because of his concussion. So, hey, buddy, you got hurt. You're, You're stripped. And then there's been a reversal of the WCW championship as Sid's foot was underneath the rope. And since Arn Anderson isn't a real ref, the match is now deleted from the history of WCW, basically. The match never happened. So...
1: For the second time in 24 hours, the world heavyweight title has been vacated. Yep. This, I was going to bring it up. I'll just bring it up now. And I don't... And I'm asking an honest question here, Mm -hmm. right? One time, you get handed the shit show, they get fine, whatever, right? But to, for the second time in 24 hours... You have to come on air and say, we don't have a world champion, and we also don't have a plan for said world champion. You didn't have plans two, three, and four ready for the previous night? And use one of those? Secondly, why, whenever somebody has to do that, is the, like, the, the gene-jerk reaction to do a tournament? Mm-hmm. Or some, like, a battle royal. literally, all you have to do is pick two fucking people and put them in a ring. That is all you have to do. And if it's not the perfect solution, at least get somebody with a fucking belt. I don't understand in every company why this is so hard. There is almost never an occasion where the the belt has to be vacated like for a long period of time. Almost never. I, I do not get it. Because they're in free fall. They but did. not even just them. Like every company does this and it bugs the fuck out of me.
2: They did have though well, they used to back when I hate to sound like an old guy, but back when the business was taken more seriously mm-hmm. and they mapped things out and made decisions, they would have backup plans. And we I there's examples of that in history. But uh, starting in the like the mid 90s, pretty much when the war started, that went to the wayside. Right. And they just uh, <laughs> Shit went to shit. That's the best way I can put it. But then I get it. But then to that point, what is the
1: fucking point of having this committee with all these people who have this old school knowledge if they can't rely on that? Then what is the fucking point of having them there and firing Russo? If you don't like the New Age shit and you don't because you fired Russo, then rely on that expertise. Where is their expertise
2: in this instance? Uh, Well, they thought Benoit would be a mark for the belt and this wouldn't be an issue. What a dumbass decision. Uh, you're you're not wrong. Jesus, man, I it, would not put my belt on someone it, who demanded to be released right? that day. It, but why hey, is that the choice? Hey, you want to be fired? Know. How about we give you the belt? You know what's ironic? So I gave you all the list of all the names. Yeah. That they wanted to give the belt to. Yep. Do you know the one name that was never mentioned? Booker T. No. Oh yes, but no. <laughs> Sid. Going through all of it, there was a point. It and said, which is why it said it was clear. Sid was never in the discussions to end the show with the belt I at do, any point. I don't understand. Can you believe that? Because... The one guy already in the match if was never considered. Benoit
1: resigns. like I said, he can win the title on Nitro. If he does
0: it, then you have a fucking world champ. <laughs> you, what you could have done? My God. What you could have done... Is yes, do what uh, I mentioned on the pay-per-view war stories about the fact of you have Benoit winning with
2: Sid's foot. Just roll-reverse it. I know it's heat. Just have Nash win the belt. Just fucking uh, have him have him beat Funk and say like, oh, I'm Kabish now. Well, I'm in the match.
1: Well, they eventually get to that later. Yeah. We'll get but to like, that. But like,
0: they should have roll reversed it and let have uh Sid win with Benoit's foot underneath the rope just in case. And if Benoit doesn't Sign with them? Never happened. Never happened. You're right. No,
2: you're completely right. Uh, I,
0: it's bonkers. (laughs) I don't
1: know why they they made the decision. They they made
2: compound
1: mistake after after instead of just being like, "Look, there isn't a a good solution. We just have to have one."
2: And I hate to be that guy. My God. But people didn't learn from mistakes because this shit's happening again in real time.
0: It is. But like back in the day, for let's say WWF, WWE, back in the day. They had A, B, C, D Mm -hmm. for situations. There were, but when they were thrown off by certain things, because like, sure, that changes the plan. But with situations like this,
2: you think in October of nineteen ninety two, Vince McMahon had any plan firmly in place to make Bret Hart the world champion? No, no. That's because that was Plan C. Yep, (laughs) he had Plan C, but he had one ready to go go if he needed to execute it. He has A
0: through F ready. Unless and it was, an,
1: it was excellence of execution on that one. I see what you did. There. Unless,
0: unless it's a, you know, the Benoit situation or a Owen situation, you know, stuff like that of just like, well, when real life happens, then cards subject to change. If, but in this time,
1: A through F. If art would just imitate life sometimes, or I guess life imitate art in this case, the other way around. They literally did a perfect storyline around this. When CM Punk left, mm-hmm. the next night they just had a mini tournament. Mm-hmm. Ray won. He fought Cena at the end for the belt.
2: Except for that part was bullshit. Yes, yeah.
1: but <laughs> like that's the But it does not have to be a perfect solution. It just has to be one. And then moving forward, you can then rectify it however you see fit. What? But you cannot open two straight shows, one of which you already crowned a new champ, saying you don't have a world champ.
0: You, you cannot do that. Would you guys though. have been okay with that fact when they opened this, today's show, going that happened? But we do have a mini tournament tonight to two. No, no. no, and don't no. fucking do tournaments. You just need pick well, two the, motherfucking people.
1: To their credit, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and thank because I literally <laughs> wrote in my notes motherfucking another tournament, and by then I was like, thank fuck we don't have another tournament. Well, it's
2: because they can't do two at the same time. But like, oh my god, Yeah, we'll get more to that on Thunder. <laughs> So, <laughs> but there's, you can't remember multiple tournaments at the same
1: time. Jesus Christ. Rush Madness has come early for WCW. Thanks. Uh, sir, we can't say that. Third month's crazy time.
0: No. But I think we can all agree that they should have just had Sid won. For the hard way. <laughs> God damn it Firefighting. Uh, we got Arn in the back <laughs> as uh, he saw, he talks about how, he saw, how he, uh, he saw his friend Funk take a beating last night. Arn says that he's a man of his word. Uh. Arn says he got lost in the match. Sid's he became win. a fan. Uh, Arn says he made two calls last night. Benoit had his foot underneath the ropes and caught it. Sid had his feet on the ropes but didn't. <laughs> Arn says he blew it and he's sick to his stomach. Arn apologizes both men and the match should uh, now, because the match has now been
2: said, it never happened. So Arn's taking the fall. I was going to say, like yeah. I love how in the long run it's all Arn Henderson's fault. They have him just cut a promo saying, uh, "It was I, all me. I was a fan
1: and I got lost. My bad." <laughs> and then that doesn't make sense. That does not fit any Arn Anderson character ever in the history of wrestling. You should have just had him DD fucking tease Chris Benoit and give Sid the belt. Like, yeah. what yeah. in
0: the fuck are we doing?
2: He I, wants to leave. There's, Arn, Arn, there's, Arn said, "Fuck it."
0: Arn said, "I went face down and so ass up. Uh, ass up. <laughs> face <laughs> ass up. We're like to like the." Uh, instead of going around to check, he just went down and made the th- uh, the call for the tap. It was
1: a decent sell. Like it, it was a decent explanation.
2: It's no Eddie Kingston.
0: It's no Eddie
1: Kingston. Yeah, no Eddie
0: Kingston at all.
1: But <laughs> why well, is he taking the fucking why, fall yeah. for this horse shit? Uh, uh, those it, and, it,
2: those who deserve it sure aren't going to take it. Fuck. Buffer, one of fired, Buffer guess, was so. right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Buffer was right it's for the integrity of Arn Anderson. He it's takes the fall.
2: Fucking yeah. guy. Fell fell on his shield.
0: <laughs> uh, commentary brings Sierra. up commentary brings up that Arn was the one that brought brought up the situation with the foot underneath the rope, not Commissioner Nash. They <sighs> thought Nash would have done something about it, but no, it was Arn. Speaking of that, we got photo steals of sold out. Uh, the main event uh, basically it's just Sid's foot is underneath the rope. Tonight we're in, at the top of the hour. Nash is going to give us the state of WCW. Those always go well. We see Nash walking into uh, his locker room, and it looks like the Harris boys have a new position. Lackeys again.
2: Yep, that's what they do best. That's how they stay employed.
0: Well, you
1: know, they don't need the showers anymore.
0: (laughs) We go to Mean Gene with Booker T in midnight, as uh, Booker T says he hasn't forgotten where he came from. Uh, Booker T says that they thought Big T was locked up. No, he was just at the buffet line. Uh, Sounds like Big T is someone who they hung out with when they were young. And they were told to stay away. Uh, We get photo stills of sold out of Booker T versus Stevie Ray with Big T's appearance. Once again, Big T, the artist formerly known as Ahmed Johnson. Harlem Heat comes out, Big T and Stevie Ray. Stevie Ray calls out Booker T. Booker T comes out with Midnight. Stevie Ray tells uh, Booker T to keep that rat in the back. (laughs) Jesus.
2: Knowing what that term means in the business. Uh, Wow. Uh, You
0: think she knew what that term meant in the business? No, not a clue. Stevie Ray uh, says that he wants to work it out. He says he makes fun of Booker T's outfit. Says he shops where Tanae does. So he's like,
1: "Why you bring him into yes. this?"
0: <laughs> Booker T uh, gets in the ring, but is outnumbered as Big T is attacked. Uh, Big T and Stevie Ray attack him. Nick Patrick comes in, and Ray, Stevie Ray's like, "I'm the commissioner now. Make a match between Booker T and Big T. <laughs> Battles of the T."
1: No, just wait. Wait till Mister T gets there. Mm. Just wait. Big, Dude, uh,
0: Big T does a tiger driver, and Damler messes, messes his knee up. You don't say. Uh, Big uh, Big T wrestles with a fanny pack on. Big T, hit, uh, Booker T hits an axe kick and then a version of his own, rock bottom. Yeah, there's about nine of those tonight.
2: Uh, <laughs> that becomes his secondary finisher. Yep. The, the book end. Yep. Which is a good name for it. Yeah. It is a
1: good end. Uh, so it's also more violent than rocks. He, he like, he, it's, he drives them. It's, it's, so like it's a different his, move. It's a different I move like entirely. His,
0: and I love Vampiro's version. Then he Peter, spikes them. He's hard too. Yeah. Gets them up like a fucking choke slam. I like that it's different. Yeah. Because yeah. I like the rocks. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's like, nice It's all different moves. Look, we're, well, we're going to use that move. We're going to. Little tweak to it. Uh, see where he gets on the ring and uh, Big T pulls out his slapjack out of his fanny pack. What? And, <laughs> oh, he pulled out. run it. that by me again? Yes. Big T pulls out a slapjack out okay. of the fanny pack. story? Yeah. yeah, I was not ready for that. And he slaps Book T with it for the win. The new Harlem Heat stand over Burger T. Then they leave and the Midnight comes down and has a stare down with the Harlem Heat. Midnight's ratchet. No, she's not. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but the entire time of this match, Bobby Heenan was just doing this all night. What'd he call her? Yep. During this whole match. Tony's like, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. it. Three (laughs) minutes, two minutes later. What'd he call her? Don't. We're not getting there.
2: So like, to me, this is a further indictment of the company, as it stands in January 2000, mm-hmm. that you have all this crap that happened last night, you don't know, you had multiple discussions about who to put the title on, who to go to the future with, and Booker T is feuding with his brother in fucking Ahmed Johnson.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And nowhere nowhere in the discussion for being moved up. I, I don't get it.
0: As we said eight months ago, about it's not, Booker T it's, should I, have been, I mean, it's there. You can see it. You know? Jeez what we're back Christ. to see is our next match as it's um uh, Booker, uh sorry disco inferno with big vito and johnny the bull versus vampiro. By the way guys, Thunder starts at 605 now on Wednesday nights. Yeah. It's 305 on the West Coast.
2: <laughs> No, 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 no. Um, it's oh, nine, no, sorry, nine oh five. Sorry, I got you.
0: Vampiro misses a uh, I was like Jesus. People are still in school, motherfucker. That'd be terrible,
2: uh, man. Nine
0: oh five. Vampiro misses a far twisting corkscrew. Vampiro hits a huge standing rock bottom. Uh, Vito and Bull attack. Vampiro ref knows it and then kicks them out. Vampiro hits a top rope heel kick after Disco misses an elbow drop. And uh, From the second turnbuckle And fucking Disco has to sell it Until Vampiro gets to the top To the top So Disco's selling Like he got super kicked Or something It was Took too long I mean Vampiro's not great so. no. However you know. Vampiro does win this match With a nail in the coffin on I love that move
2: I have to tell you the story Because you said that Yeah I found the story I found it out Like a week ago And It's like Damn that's bad So a Japanese company, I can't remember which one it was, but they bring Vampiro over. And he is so bad in his first match of a three-week tour that they immediately cancel the rest of his matches. Jesus. And the rest of the three weeks, he has to carry the main eventer's bags into the arena. (laughs) That's how he earned his money. Awesome.
1: (laughs) Who was the match against?
2: I can't remember. They did say, but I can't remember. I was like... It was a tag match, too, so it wasn't Maybe even one of on them. Kenny on... Omega. <laughs> right? I was like, God
1: damn. Damn, dude. That is The rough. Japanese do not
2: fuck around.
0: They're like, Mm-mm. I should have played this fucking music. <laughs> uh, we go backstage with the NWO as Scott's showing off some of his freaks. Some <laughs> from last week. Um, Scott wants them to play Twister, but Nash doesn't want anything sexist. And But then he has one of them get him coffee. As then she he as she bends over, he stares at her ass. <laughs> really like that redhead, lead,
2: don't they? Oh, yes. The, and Ooh, the big fan. I'm a big fan of hers her. as well. The
0: brunette they brought in, that's going to be uh, uh, someone new. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of new, uh, we go to the ring with the three counts as they're going to perform oh, their boom, new boom, song. Boom, 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 boom. And Tony makes fun of Tanae for liking this music. And he
2: loses it. Jesus Christ. Tony might as well have sodomized Mike Tanay's mother with a fucking baseball bat.
0: Oh my god, dude. (laughs) As uh, Tanay goes, I don't like this pop crap. I love New Wave, Smashing Pumpkins, Green Day, not this pop music Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears
2: crap. (laughs) I mean, lost his shit. Fuck, dude. So much so that Tony just had to chuckle and go, Is today turning heel? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, um, And I think... Damn. I, I don't know. I
0: I think it's on Thunder. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it her. So our next match, it's Shannon Moore and Shane Helms versus David Flair and Crowbar <laughs> for the WCW fucking Tag Team Championship. Evan Courageous isn't even at the match. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh... Morton Helms he sucks. with high-flying moves to start the match, then standards and practices oh, come yeah. on down. Real quick,
1: Gregory Helms was also one of them who asked for the release and got denied.
2: Yeah?
1: Did he? Mm-hmm. He asked for it, too. Wow. They're pretty like, early bitch, in the run. You've been here for a week. Shut the fuck Pre- up. Pretty early Sit in the down. run, man. Sit down.
2: Didn't <laughs> like the boy band shit that much, huh? I mean. Um, yeah. uh, it's funny you mentioned Shane Helms. Because hmm. uh, I was gonna say I'm really happy they're here now because uh, I was like, oh God, he's so good. <laughs> like I'd forgotten, you know what I mean? Even then, at that early stage, it was like I was a huge Shane Helms fan, mm-hmm. and this re- and this just serves to remind me that um, you know what? I, I, and then I went. And I never thought about it, as it a wise man, and I'm <laughs> couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing. Um, I'm gonna say point blank. I think Shane Helms is maybe one of the top five most underappreciated, underrated guys of the last 20 years. Yeah. Like, really? What do you think of that? It's probably in the discussion, for sure. Um, he ended up excelling in every part. Yeah. Like, nobody knew it at the time. But he can cut a great promo. He was funny as hell. Good worker. He can great worker. Uh, innovative. Mm-hmm. Kind of a Canyon in the fact that he would just invent shit. Um. Yeah That's interesting Do you have anything to say, Joe? I need to watch more Okay So
1: He's with Tanae on this. You haven't
2: seen a lot of Hurricane, huh?
0: I don't remember a lot of Hurricane <laughs> um, Stand back Crowbar and flare double backdrop more And his legs hit the top rope
1: Yeah, yeah They fucking almost killed him Oh my god uh, Jesus
0: They were like The moves they were doing Fucking It's like to me, them flying, it felt like Jeff Hardy. How Jeff Hardy would be flying, and when he does his moves, uh, Craig just tries to hit on Daphne and Flair attacks him with a crowbar. Moore turns himself mid-air to hit a like a, bot, a, like a splash.
2: Shannon Moore was also really underrated. Uh, he's also his own worst enemy.
3: Crowbar,
0: a fucking idiot. Yeah, Crowbar, yeah. crowbar wins within an, an inverted DDT for the win. Three count, then sings after the match, and Tanay loses it again.
2: Can't get
3: you out of my
2: hey.
0: head. Uh, NWO, we go back to them. The girls are giving them massages as uh, Kevin Nash like, "I need a massage because I'm freaking out."
2: Well, he uh, was in pure ham mode tonight. Yeah, psycho he was. Billy freak out because he didn't also want to be released, uh, <laughs> but they weren't cutting him. We're
0: gonna cut to so, cut to some photo steals though of Huckberry Flynn and Tank Abbott. It's a stupid name! I love it. <laughs> uh, our next match is the Maestro Symphony versus Tank Abbott. Well, Tank Abbott punches him in the back of that Maestro in the back of the head. This is when I knew they didn't have a script.
2: Nope. One punch. I was like Maestro versus Tank. That's what they threw out here. Okay, cool.
0: Then Norman Smiley comes out and uh, wants to take on Tank and.
2: I'm just confused as fuck by this. Commentary Wars, too. His gimmick is he's a scaredy cat. So he walks out to confront Tank Abbott. Well, he does, but then he walks back, but then he has Ming behind him. But first he came out without Ming, so th- the theory is he wanted to go. Yep. I, I ex- explain that to me. I will not. I refuse. I don't like trust can, it. I don't believe can't.
1: it. You can't. Well,
0: that, too. Then we see all the wrestlers headed to the ring for the State of the <sighs> Union for Dose W. And it's funny too, just because of the fact it's like you see Crowbar and Flair, but then four people behind them. It's three count. And it's just like, also. He hey, look! Raw had all those wrestlers on Raw two weeks ago. Let's do that.
1: Yeah, that that look yeah. cool. Let's
0: have that look. So let's get to
1: the <laughs> you address. The
2: roster you currently sporting. <laughs> Maybe you don't do that. Don't don't highlight that. I love
1: <laughs> by the way
0: that Sid wasn't
1: out there. He's like yeah. I'm in locker room. Fuck yeah. you guys.
0: Sid's like the taker of the roster. He ain't coming out. That covered okay. the ground.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna try and do this as I see this joke because okay. there's a lot of shit happened and also didn't happen in this promo. Yeah. It's weird. Uh Corey, how fucking big are the Harris brothers? Or how small is
2: Kevin Nash? Cause I did not realize they were that big. They are Jesus Christ. They're just a shade below Nash. Yeah. I was like,
0: fuck,
1: dude. I, look, I
2: looked it up. Yeah. Nash is 6'10. Huh? And the Harris boys are
0: like six five. They're, no, that's not right
1: no. at all. Six, six they're six, at least 6'8 or, or nine.
2: They are damn near. So identical I was going to say to six
1: them. seven, but they're damn near identical with them. Like it's they're right there.
2: Yeah, they were. They're just a couple of inches shorter than he is. I mean, they're, they're big dudes. They're
1: definitely bigger than six five. Yeah,
2: the um, rock is six five. According to uh, Wikipedia, I would, six five. Now gonna... nah, they're bigger than that. Yeah. They're every bit as tall as Scott Hall, mm-hmm. who is a six, legit eight. six seven, yeah. six seven and a half. So,
0: so we have them all come out, and the rosters are out there. Nash comes out to the NWO first, but then hails to the Chief plays. Tony asked if they should I mean, stand. Bobby thought uh, said, "I thought you were standing by the size of your chair."
2: We all know what that's about. Yep, <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, Bobby, you, you rat scout. you. The wrestlers have to be out there, or they what did would you be. Just f- call him.
0: <laughs> the wrestlers will have to be out there or they will be fined. <laughs> Sid's like fuck you. Nash says he has some goals for everyone. For Tanay, a personality. Why why are we fucking with what are we doing? For Bri- why, are we, why are we ribbing Tanae every fucking segment? <laughs> I have no idea. For Brian Nobbs a brain. That was legit, dude. Tank Abbott, a heart. Norman Smiley, courage. Hey guys, don't I sound like Oz up here?
2: <laughs> yep. I'm like, God damn it. Who wrote well
0: Goldberg, uh, the crowd <laughs> starts to chant
2: for that man. Goldberg, Nash, hey, you keep chanting his name. I'll fire his ass. I like that. I would have been more impressed if after the Oz bit, he also found ways to mention Vinny Vegas and Diesel. Then I'd have been like,
1: so I'm just going to keep trucking to this
3: yeah.
2: like, Well done.
3: Well <laughs> done,
1: man. <laughs> I'll take somebody's fake leg off and beat you with it. Uh,
0: <laughs> Nash gives Jeff Jarrett the U.S. championship again because he it, thought it, it, it was is. stupid as hell for Funk to strip him. Uh,
2: it was stupid, so that one I don't mind.
0: Plus,
1: how pres- what
2: are you do you Have three tournaments?
1: How, how prestigious
0: is that U.S. title now, Corey?
2: Uh, wait until April.
0: <laughs> we have some rule changes. Number one is for health. Mandatory examinations before each match. Rectal exams. Guys have to go see Dr. Jellyfinger. Two, equality. Lock room for talent B, talent C, talent Z. No eye icon- uh They all get to share a room. However, no eye contact when you see me walking through the hallway.
2: That's a rib on Hogan.
0: Because
1: I am the Lord mm-hmm. and Master.
2: That's a rib on Sid. Yep. But so that's the whole like... Yeah. Look, look down. Over. Don't look me in the eye. It's a rib on Hogan. Oh,
0: I just would have, like stare at Hogan and lick my lips. Uh, n- number three. No one can ask ask Nash what's going on about the world title. His official statement.
2: I'll let you know. I'll let you know. What's going on? Which, when he said that, I was like, my God, they have not figured out they what they're know. doing yet. Yep. No fucking a. Number four. No long.
0: Uh, no longer. No. No more illegal substances. No more Viagra, Lex. <laughs> I was like, damn. And then, they, it's just it's funny because they cut the Lex and he's like, what?
2: I was like, ribbing Lux there. Yeah. They're ribbing everybody out there. And also, what this is, is terrible, by the way, first of all. Yeah. But it's this ribbon on, it's basically, it's stealing that thing from, from Raw. All the guys are on ringside and he's trying to be funny like The Rock. Yeah. Although the lines they gave him. Not good. Not good. great. Uh,
0: Need that Giewertz. Nash brings up that. You know what? Last night sold out. I really liked DDP and Buff last night. So guess what? You were the one.
2: I'll
0: do it again. We'll do it again. But uh, hey, Buff, you're out there. I just want to know. What are you doing, Kimberly? <laughs> I liked
2: that part. Are you doing her? Uh, uh,
0: so kind
1: of good on the camera. I'm like, we're not showing Buff. We're, we're not yet. cutting to him doing this. No. So
2: like. That was the other part. Like, I was like, oh, wow, they have no idea what they're doing with the title. When he booked DDP and Buff as the main event of Nitro, I was like, they have no idea what they're doing tonight. No.
1: And that's why I asked, Holy I was like, fuck. who is, like, legitimately running the show tonight? Because it's not Russo, clearly not to there. Be so. Sullivan
2: is the main guy, as the head of creator. Because, like... But,
1: like... The thing is... But Sullivan's like,
2: probably meeting with Bush trying to figure out what to do with the Benoit crowd. This
1: would be one thing if Nash opened the show with this. They literally built this as this is starting hour two. Yeah, this is when Raw comes, comes on the don't air. don't have a
2: format. This is Raw just came on the air. This is battling Raw. This is battling... Uh, was it Rock? What well, was wow, the opening segment right. Cactus of Jack. Oh, Cactus Jack.
0: Good luck with that. Yeah.
1: Real good luck with that's, that. That's
2: going to work well for you.
0: Yep. <laughs> Uh, Nash does so he makes a rematch buff DDP however Kimberly's the special guest referee then we come back from commercial Nash is
2: giving Kimberly a ref shirt in all fairness my thought process is why the fuck wasn't she the ref last night right right it's all over it makes her makes all right? the sense yeah. in the world like so wh- our, our next match <laughs> is As it wasn't a
1: fucking Kimberly
2: and a Paul match he, he, he was stripped of power remember that
0: Our next match, it's uh, the Varsity Club versus Masahiro Chono and Super
2: J. Corey? Yes. (laughs) Who the fuck is Super J? NWO Sting, or Cobra. The NWO had ran its course in Japan, and they just just reinvented themselves as uh, Team 2000, a group that Chono led. It had most of the same guys. A so
1: when uh, Japan was like, yeah, we're done talking to you guys, uh, when they were like, cool, then we get the NWO shit back. Was that basically what happened?
2: No, they, get, they quit the NWO stuff before then. Okay. They just ran its course there.
1: Gotcha. Um, they didn't run into the ground like fucking NWO today? No, they did not. They had have 17 fucking people and nine limos?
2: <laughs> no. Or <laughs> as this match was weird <laughs> as fuck. Because halfway yeah. through, it kind of just turned into a shoot. Mm. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awkward and uncomfortable at times, a L- little bit. So, uh... Today like, brings uh, up brings there was th- something between Steiner and Chono. Oh, were those awkward? two? Something happened, and it was like Steiner was, mm.
1: was over there in fourth, man. Maybe it was something around the end, but they, it was like motherfucker.
2: Heat. I ain't, the, neither one would sell shit for the no. other. No, Chono. Mm. Uh, so. Tonight
0: brings up who Super J is, and they bring up that they're mad at Rotunda, Rotunda for turning on the NWO.
2: I mean, nice try. They tried.
0: Last time I checked in, they kicked him out? Yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: well, no, the storyline. <laughs> didn't he get kidnapped? No, backstage? the, the storyline, uh, and this was the actual storyline, is that due to a clause in VK Wall Street's contract, Oh yeah. they would not let him be a part of the NWO. And against his will had to be listed as a WCW roster guy. So instead of the NWO that, yeah. shirt, he would wear a WCW shirt with the red circle and the, the line through it.
0: I <laughs> do remember that, yeah. I, I'm I'm thinking of the like a backstage segment when I think Ray Trailer got kidnapped.
2: Yeah. So this was bad. I felt bad for Rotundo uh by the end of it because he was trying to make something out of this once it became incredibly apparent that those two were not going to cooperate at all. And they weren't even trying to just separate. They were just going to drag this entire fucking thing down. And they, to,
1: those two, I believe, just left as long as the ring just started fighting the aisle. Yeah. They just left.
2: And eventually he he tried to finish it with Super J, but it was just like... This was maybe one of the most awkward fucking matches I've ever seen on this podcast. It
0: was weird, man. So, yeah, uh, there's a lot of... Uh, this is... Here we, I haven't said this in a long time, but um, this is what it is, guys. A nitro special because this match is the
2: longest match of the night with nine minutes. How much? You, that's not really that long. How much you want to bet? It wasn't supposed to be that long. But those two fucking just shooting on each other, uh, just chucked it out the door. Like, well, well fuck this. Jesus, man. <laughs> uh, boring chance. Chono and Steiner just
0: brawl the whole time. Steiner chokes Chono with a camera uh, cable.
2: Um, All of this (laughs) no-sold.
0: Rotundo has Chono in the longest roll-up ever as the ref is distracted on the outside and Super J rolls in and rolls Chono over for the win. Cool. Terrible. Because Chono's back. Backstage we see The Wall and Sid headed to the ring as our next match is Sid versus The Wall. Sid throws the wall into Over the announce table Bobby's the only one At the announce table As everyone ran off Weren't they partners Like two weeks ago yep. Yeah they were yeah. yeah they were Hey you remember I asked that on the Pay-per-view war stories yeah. Don't worry about that uh, well, Then we All of a sudden We cut back <laughs> In My this mind. match To the NW office With Nash telling Disco Johnny the Bull And Vito To go take out Sid Go kick his ass But before Hey do you guys Know a guy named Vinny Vegas Where it is Sid hits a choke slam on the wall for the win, and then you can just see him staring, waiting for them to make their
2: run. Yeah, in he literally is just staring at the entrance ramp.
0: <laughs> well, there's that
1: uh, wall push. So yeah, right. All uh, that work for this. There it is. And
2: then like they don't even have them attack as a group. They one single by one.
0: file go in, and then Disco goes in like I'm out of here. Um. What? Yeah. I, one by one, someone Vito gets choke slam, uh, power when, like, bomb. Disco is the one who
2: needs to lead the team. Jeez. Remember that oh, worst Nitro ever, like a month ago. Yeah, it's got some competition. Then we gonna- Then we get a promo of Scott Steiner. <laughs> even if this this illustrates, even if the
1: form what you format isn't a good show, you need to have one because my
2: God, this next segment just. Proves yep. the inmates are running the asylum. Uh, I don't know if it's so much as running the asylum as they've escaped from it. So Good night for the Steiners, huh? Both of them are real professional we tonight. We are
0: in Ohio, and there is a, someone dressed up as a janky Ohio State Buckeye mascot. Scott Steiner wearing his Michi- a Michigan
2: jersey runs down and clotheslines this Buckeye. And at this point, hold on. At this point, he is so swole. That he is wearing a schmedium that in actuality is probably a two X. Yep, but it looks like a schmedium on him. Remember a couple of weeks ago?
0: When, can't feel when, no. Remember a couple weeks ago when he did, or a couple of months ago when he did, did the interview with Larry at home and how skinny he looked. Hell, things have changed. It's it's, it's just the uh, he's feeling better. Yeah, it's the uh, prayers and vitamins he's taking. That was milk. Uh, Steiner uh, comes out with a couple freaks dressed up in Michigan gear Uh, he makes fun of Ohio for having ugly chicks beating Ohio State is easy just like their women Scott then sings the Michigan fight song then Steiner notices a fan gets out Pulls the fan over the guardrail and punches him. And then challenges anyone else. And bloodies him up. Uh, by punch him, you mean he drops hammer fizz on his face. Looks
1: like he broke his nose. <laughs> oh, he did. For a good 30 seconds. Before JJ or Doug saunders his fat ass over there and pulls him off. I'm like, dude, get the tackle him. What in the fuck? That's Every punch is another $50,000 in that fucking lawsuit.
2: Get... To him, you're right, but uh, are you gonna tackle Scott's Steiner now? at some point? Dog, that's uh, what you paid for. Uh, I will. Sometimes you to. have a shitty day like, at work,
0: and it's one of those things that like you're trying to do Friday, but you'd be like running into him and it's falling, you know, like oh, I, oh, fuck, I'm down. Fuck. To, like, then get Rick, but dog, get on him. Somebody do something because they like
1: <sighs> carry that poor bastard to the back and probably give him, I don't know, the NWO trademark so he doesn't sue him. <laughs> yeah, right. This guy belongs to
2: you. <laughs> give him, give him some WCW stock. Yeah. They probably dragged him to the back and they're like, "You want to be WCW champion? <laughs> yeah. <Do> you want, <laughs> Have you have you met
1: Kimberly? <laughs> do you want? Do
2: you want a night with Spice? How?
1: First of all, how dare you? You do not soil the good goddamn name of Spice. Okay, she she can he can have uh Just Kimberly Symphony. Fuck yeah, it. Everybody else, else has.
2: Uh, Let's go to our next match. (laughs) You know what? You got midnight. She's a rat. (laughs) Reminds me of my favorite quote about Vince McMahon ever. (laughs) And it's from that Dark Side of the Ring Brian Pillman episode. What what are your feelings about Vince McMahon? Do you know what you do with a whore? You fuck him. So
0: there's that. Yeah, fantastic. (laughs) Uh, Our next match is the total package with uh, Elizabeth versus Bam Bam. Uh, Bam Bam is having his way with the total package until CCK comes out. This feud's not over yet? Nope. Jay Biggs gives the package some champagne, uh, the champagne bottle, and he smashes it over his head for the win. After the match, package grabs CCK's uh, hat and asks Liz if she wore this down with him. Photo stills you are talking about, right? Uh, uh, sold out of DDP versus Buff Bagwell. Our next match and the main event. Thank like, God. fuck. DDP versus Buff Bagwell. Kimberly as the special guest referee. They fight through the crowd once again. This time, though, we have the sky cam effect of like a camera placed right where they need to be to be in the crowd. They fight through almost the entire bottom section of the crowd uh, arena. Uh, Paige steals someone's crutch and breaks it over the back of Buff. I was like,
2: that's fucked up. Right.
0: <laughs> uh, back and forth. Buff hits on Kimberly during the match. We get a snap mirror with a bridge sequence while Kimberly is figuring out how to count to three. Um, Buff, goes the not wrong. B- Buff. <laughs> Buff goes for the blockbuster. struggling with it. Buff Buff goes for the blockbuster. DDP hits the ropes. DDP gets on the turnbuckle. But Buffalo blows him, and Buff hits the blockbuster. Buff poses and accidentally hits Kimberly, or she stumbles into him. Uh, No, he
1: grabbed her and threw her down for the spot. Oh, okay. I was like... And they were like,
0: oh, he actually hit her. I'm like, but did he? Or did he just beat the fuck out of her?
3: That
2: ain't what I saw.
0: (laughs) Buff checks on her, but turns around into a diamond cutter for the win. Kimberly... Does the Earl count for the win? By the Earl count, I mean one. I think two. I guess three.
2: I remember her dance stuff. Yeah. She just
0: kept hitting the mat Until the bell ring. Yeah, there it is, Kimberly. Then it looks mad, and she storms <laughs> off. That's
2: how he
1: was
0: like, "Just hit it. I'll ring it when I'm supposed to. Don't worry about it. You just keep counting." DDP follows behind, and <laughs> that and that is how we end Nitro.
2: They had to have killed the entire state of Ohio for them for the last two years. Right?
0: Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, why would you ever go to a WCW show for that fuck crowd?
2: Fuck. Damn, dude. They
1: Cleveland's like, you stay down there. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> nah, it's cool, dog. We we'll, good.
2: We'll be a McMahon. We're cool.
0: <laughs> the next major event in Ohio is in '06 for the Cyber Sunday.
1: Dude, what the fuck was that show?
2: I'm gonna go on record. It's worse than the one a month ago. That's so bad. It's to me, it's way worse than the one we said was the worst one.
1: Like, like wow! Not only are the wheels off the car, the car's on fire
2: <laughs> with a child trapped inside, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, with because uh, Kimberly can't figure out how to open the door. With
1: a bunch of 1920s gang members just opening fire with a Tommy gun <laughs> yeah. while the child's on fire was, in the car. It
0: was hor. It was like cringeworthy watching the three counts because. The snap mirror, they snap them down, one, two, and then they bridge back up, and then the same, then they reverse it. And she's just, one, uh, two, snap mirror, one, snap mirror. I know she's not a
1: worker. But it's not even just her, it's like actual wrestlers. How are wrestlers so bad at being a ref? You don't pick up anything when you're in these matches,
2: apparently, nothing. You know who did? Shawn Michaels. He, right? was a, he was a good ref. He had it down. The cadence of the counts, the, the counts of the corner. Dude. Like, everyone else, terrible at that. Just, uh. Whatever. Let's
1: oh, go we to a USA while? Network. Let's go to USA. Please. For the love of God, turn the channel. We're in
0: New Haven, Connecticut. Well. That sucks. That's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, commentary, <laughs>
2: JR and King, like normal.
0: Uh, it's MLK Day, so we do the. So we get
2: Vince McMahon's obligatory masturbatory. Uh, MLK opening Mm -hmm. which again and I mention it every year I'm so confused that a man who does some of the most racist shit you'll see on TV is honestly a fervent Martin Luther King Jr. uh, fan he he loves him admires him crazy and then does what he so well I, I,
1: I brought this up to the old wife right she made a good point she's like he probably idolized he done that part Not the fighting against racism part. He idolizes some part of him, and that's what he equates it to. Like what he stood for. Probably a stubbornness. No, 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 it's like... uh, Probably the stubbornness. Probably the stubbornness. Stubbornness. Probably, you know, something like that. No, it's not the racial relationship. Christ, no. Um, He admires some little aspect of that and doesn't take into account the entire big message he was talking about and just focuses on the one thing. It's like how... Um, I mean, just giant fucking racists. Mm-hmm. Like favorite basketball players, like LeBron James. Like, you know what I mean? They yeah. they like the one thing. Anything outside of that, can't. No time for that. But it's so weird. Yeah.
0: Uh, we get a promo ish of Stone Cold Steve Austin that we're gonna find out the results of his three hour spinal surgery. Damn dog. <laughs> Uh, we get a recap of last week of one cactus Jack returning on SmackDown. Mick Foley is now changed into him. So, mm-hmm. so we, and then we get a promo with one cactus Jack. Uh, he you know brings you know want to know what uh, people want to know why he got mad enough to go from mankind to Jack, and he just knew that he was one tough sob, and what woke him up was the bell shot from last week. From Triple H. That woke up Jack. Um, Jack's like, you know what, Triple H? You know some about me, and some people might not. So here's something about Cactus. And they show the September 97 at the MSG Raw when they had their fight. So a good little callback there. Uh, Jack says he doesn't regret sleeping in $10 hotels, freezing weather, losing an ear. It just made him one tough SOB. Jack calls out Triple H because he wants to get his hands on him. Triple H comes out, and uh, one cool shot for me is since they're in this uh, the uh, the arena they're at in New Haven, the shot they do a side angle shot of Triple H on the ramp, and you can see like the the seats and like they're on top of each other and go up. I'm like, that's a cool shot. Uh, Triple H goes off and says,
2: you know, uh, I- he's. I I miss the fact that you will never see that again because all of the arenas that are made nowadays are cookie cutter and look exactly the fucking same. You don't get those like cool looking places and shots anymore.
1: Like where was the first um, Smackdown at? Because that was a cool arena. It had a cool Uh, look too. That was... uh, Like where you can see the wall on the side of the arena. It's cool. I
3: can't remember what it was. I can't remember where it is. Yeah.
1: But it's a cool look. Yeah. That's what
0: always stays with me. Yeah, um, Triple H is like, you know what? I've been thinking about you, Jack, for the past four days. Yeah, I've been
2: thinking about you. And he touches himself.
0: I've been thinking about you. He don't want no- anybody else. He don't want none. <laughs> when he thinks about him,
3: touches
2: himself. <laughs> 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 I touch myself. Hey, playing the game. God damn it!
1: Time to play the game. Is DX's nuts? Is that what he calls him
0: You know what? I don't like your attitude, no. All right, so. um, Hey, there's no time for good guys and bad guys. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, So as I was saying, Triple H is like, you know what? I've been thinking about you for the past four days. He says at the Royal Rumble, he's going to reach down and find a place that he's never been before. Uh, (laughs) Cactus Jack might be sadistic. But Triple H is going to be even more sadistic than him.
1: Uh, doubt it, but okay. <laughs> sure. It's a taller. It's just like you're gonna be taller than Yao Ming. Like, you can try, you're wrong, but you know, good
0: luck. <laughs> um And like it's, it's it was a cool shot because of the fact that he's like Triple H is just like you can see the emotion. You can see the you can see the heat, the grit that he's like, I'm going to reach down and right. But then they cut to Cactus Jack. And he's like, yes, that is what I want. Mm-hmm. Yes, bring that. That is what I want.
2: I'm Give like, it to me, a- bone daddy. What? No, <laughs> that's not what he said. Um, I mean, he had, he had heavily implied it. <laughs> uh,
0: by the way, the first arena. I guess I was the, reading f- it wrong. I guess the uh, first uh, Smackdowns, the Kemper arena oh
2: jesus christ they went back to no wonder oh
0: that's right
2: <laughs> i forgot about it that
0: was kemper
1: which is cool because yeah they made jeff Jarrett russell oh yeah because hey remember? fuck us i guess hey look right uh there. triple <laughs> h
0: then triple h goes off and says how he knows that mick foley hates the fact that he has to be cactus jack and that he should be afraid of triple h at the rumble Yeah, and I like and I love the fact that like so Triple H is like yeah you know at the Rumble the Rumble Rumble and catches Jack is like well what about tonight I want to fight you tonight so bring your ass down here. Yeah, that was
2: cool. Uh,
0: What's that (laughs) look of
2: disgust there? Oh me, Uh, it's uh, these are really good promos every week on Raw right, but they go so long yeah that I'm like how are we still on the fucking promo.
0: Uh, Triple H teases going down there, but he's like, you know, what? I brought some uh, friends and it's DX. Jack leaves the ring and all d- members start beating up like, on like, fuck it. Let's yeah, do it. let's do it. <laughs> Seems fair. Uh, Rock then runs down, but however, Big Show chases him behind. This
1: was so cool. And uh I don't even know him where the fuck he came from, but he just, I was like,
0: she's the suit <laughs> Side of the, on the side over the, the ramp, but he throws the rock into the crowd. Big Show then gets in the ring to attack DX because he wants his hands on Triple H because he wants his rematch. I like that part. That it mm-hmm. just wasn't all the
2: heels together. It was like, no, and then
0: the acolytes then run down and attack the outlaws.
2: Mm-hmm. Everybody runs through the crowd, and you've already effectively uh, taken care of your three top yep uh, pro uh, feuds already tonight,
1: and. And we didn't, thank Christ, but I was like, so I didn't man tag, huh?
2: That's what I thought, too. All I was right. like,
1: God damn it. Holla, holla, holla,
0: play him. <laughs> Yeah. He's I was like, like, God damn it. He's, no. like, he's in the back. He's like, you know guys? I think I have a great idea for you tonight. <laughs> find the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. find the Undertaker. Uh, let's go to our first matches for the Hardcore Championship as it's Big Boss Man versus Test. Uh, Lights go orange oh, once God again. mighty have fallen. For man, both. Gets
2: back up in a minute. I was thinking of something. It's crazy, okay? It's outside the box. It's something they would never do. It's something that you two are going to look at me like I'm fucking crazy for suggesting it. Push them off the rafters. No. God damn it. The 24-7 belt? No. I was watching this, and I was like, God damn it. Why don't they have test... Kick ass and just be unbeatable the, f- the weeks leading up to the Rumble. Yep. Have him win the fucking Rumble. Not the Rock. Have him do it. You, c- There's a story. Well, uh, well, no, yeah, you follow me. There's a story to be told here, and the crowd would buy it. He edge-mania. stole his woman yep. and his spot. They never had a blow off. Yep. In fact, they just buried him. If he'd have won the Rumble and they built, that's a fucking hell of a story. Or
1: like Triple H can't get out of the match.
2: Yeah. That's That's a hell of a fucking story. And he was over enough in the fall of 99 to lead me to believe it's not crazy. Now, I get it. You have a sure thing in The Rock. Yeah. And it's Austin's gone. I get it. But to me. But you have the sure thing with The Rock in June. Yeah. To me, you have the chance to elevate another guy.
1: Yeah. He doesn't have to win. Have The Rock
2: beat him at SummerSlam. Yeah. Even if he wins, you have The Rock beat him. He doesn't even have to win. He wins the Rumble and stays in the main event level and stays competitive with Triple H. You've made another guy. I like that idea. It was just, it was right there.
0: I like that. I don't think that's crazy. Like, it is in a way, but it's also like. Crazy it that makes he didn't sense. Do it. it makes crazy. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, they fight through the crowd, fight to the back, they fight into a bathroom. Tess it's is
1: Like, actual people taking a shit because they didn't go to those doors. Yeah. You know? I was like, wow. Tess, guys, like, what
0: t- are you eating? T- yeah. <laughs> like, actual people taking a shit? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Huh, Shooter's full. Damn, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tess's bu- uh, uh, nose is busted. Bobby. said his butt ass naked. I yeah. was
3: like, what the fuck
2: Ron, did you watch? <laughs> this match took a weird turn. My my test. Tess took his pants
1: off. <laughs> Nowhere. test is, Tess is just... like, I gotta take a shit. <laughs> Tess is like, I got a New
0: Haven, take my pants off. <laughs> gotta take a shit pal. Damn me. Uh my WTF moment for this match <laughs> is so Bossman lowers lowers the gate into the throat of Test. Why didn't he just not pin him?
2: <laughs> I don't know.
0: His pants, oh. his pants were up, back <laughs> up. So yeah. it's fine. It was consensual. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, he, he went to the bathroom and says, "Shit is full."
2: Do wait till after the match. <laughs> that's all, I yeah. guys. I got say
3: <laughs> shit. <laughs> Dude, shit. <that's> insane. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Test is all Brian's how, how the fuck <laughs> yeah. do they
1: never
0: have Big Show shit in the sink? Like, they hate that dude. How did they never have him do that? If, if, if Big Show wasn't in a storyline right now, this fight would oh, go through. Oh, my
2: God. Big Show
0: would be taking a shit in the sink, and he's like, hey, guys.
2: As they're brawling, he's
0: like, oh, fuck, man. Here's the toilet. Somehow,
2: slams boss man was still on yeah. the fucking sink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: he'd be like, <laughs>
2: Oop, oop. Well, we've descended into yeah. fucking madness. Yeah, it's been a long night. Tess is like... Hmm.
0: Uh, so <laughs> the gate to the throat. However, he raises the gate up and then attempts to pin him. Uh, Albert runs down. Bossman hits him with a trash can. Albert gets in the that ring. That was great. Albert's like, here's the boss. He's like,
3: fuck, fuck you. Fuck <laughs> <It was shit.
0: laughs> Bossman gets in the ring and attacks... Uh, uh, Albert does attack Bossman. Tess hits Bossman on the backdrop and with... Uh, in the back with a nightstick and then hits Albert with it. Teston hits a flying elbow with the nightstick
2: in his arm for the win. Your new hardcore champion. Hey, he won the match. Oh wow. Look at that. Look at that. The push is back on. He's the hardcore champion. The push is on. We go
0: backstage with DX uh, saying that uh No Triple H like, he has respect for all of them and all that. So Outlaws, you're taking on rock and big show tonight. What? And Triple H says, like, you know what? Me and you, kid, we're taking on the Acolytes. And Xbox like, again?
2: <laughs> Trust me. It's with the Acolytes, man.
0: Then we see Terry looking herself in the mirror as they're doing Miss Royal Rumble swimsuit. said "Looking
2: herself, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you mind if you show me that version? Because I missed it. He's like, what raw are you watching, Joe? So <laughs> Tess has his pants off. Terry's looking herself.
0: Talk to New Jack. Uh, we go Coachman with Bossman. Bossman's pissed off at Albert, and he'll get his revenge. Let's go to our next match As it's D'Lo, Brown, and the Godfather Who? DeLorean oh, Brown That's right <laughs> the, uh, Versus Edge and Christian uh, Back and forth match Until a hoe gets on the apron
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: This fucking show That's right A hoe gets on she the apron that <laughs>
1: Such disdain. Some uh, fucking tramp uh, got on the apron.
0: Uh, <laughs> a skanky asshole. Uh, God, uh godfather <laughs> throws uh I think or gets thrown into her, falls off it, Edge leaves she his turn. gingerly steps down and then falls to the ground. <laughs> Edge then goes around, and checks on her, uh, Christian goes for the tag. What? And uh
2: <laughs> They're here. This, and, was, uh, <laughs> this was so stupid.
0: And then Edge goes, checks on the hoe.
2: I Christian, want the- Christian is
0: distracted, turns around into the sky, hiding
2: from D-Lo for the win. But more importantly, I want to live in a world where I help a woman up because she fell down and all of a sudden her and all of her friends want to blow me.
1: Uh, if you want to get with me, <laughs> to get with my friends. <laughs> so in what world, only in wrestling, right, they made a giant deal about him being legitimately engaged. Starting next week, you're going to start running through these hood rats. Yeah, like
0: again, my rem-
2: God! Remember who runs this company?
0: So Godfather, Godfather's saying he's feeling lucky, he feels so he feels happy and all this that. So you know, Edge and Christian, you get the hoes. So the hoes are like, we want Edge and only Edge. Fucking, you know, that's a Vince call. That fucking ugly 100%. Christian, hundred percent. Have them all go after Edge. So Edge walks up saying, "No, no, 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 no," and that's fine. Then we see Cole, uh, Michael Cole, offsite, like on a phone, like because he's going to rock in that fanny l-
2: looking like the embodiment of two thousand. Oh yeah. my god! He will be dude. bringing
0: the new, uh, news about uh, Stone Cold. Stone Cold We go backstage and we see Bossman and uh, Albert brawling. Albert is then thrown into the room of Tori as she's undressed and freaks out. My God.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Remember that sentence you just said when we get to a segment later.
0: She's undressed? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Our next match is going to be Kurt Angle versus his former protege, Steve Blackman. As Angle is uh, saying that he will be facing a TBD at the Royal Rumble.
2: But that doesn't matter, because I didn't know all my opponents in the Olympics. That's right. And I still won a gold medal. A the neck. We cut back to
0: uh, Stephanie and Triple H, as he's like, I have a surprise for you. And the door knocks, and Tori's like, Albert, Kane, tonight. And Stephanie's like, fine. And I love the fact, I love Triple H in this moment, because when she walks in, like he rolls his eyes like, what is this crazy chick doing here, again? And then, she, you know, she definitely makes the match, and he's like, is she okay? And she's like, probably not. Probably. No. <laughs> uh, no, she's not. Or Angle uh, says, you know, I have a mystery point uh, opponent tonight, and he's confident that he will win tonight because he knows everyone's moves. His mystery opponent was Steve Blackman, and that was Triple H's surprise. Ta-da! Back and forth match until the real surprise shows up as the British Bulldog comes out of nowhere and attacks Steve Blackman with a kendo stick. Angle uh, wins. We cut back and we see the uh, reaction of Triple H and Stephanie. As Stephanie's like, a, do- uh, a dog is really a man's best friend. God damn it.
2: Didn't he almost brain you like four months ago? Yeah, he
0: did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> We go backstage with the coachman, Big Show. Big Show. I don't like The Rock. The issue with The Rock and Big Show is <laughs> personal, and he hope the fans t- show's like, I hope the fans don't turn on me. Big Show now playing the role of Al Snow. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they don't turn on me. God damn well, it. it's the big snow. <laughs> uh Big Show is going to, going to go to the rumble and win. For tonight, Ooh, the, the Rock needs to now. stay out of his way. Then we see Kat lotioning up for her for some reason for the Miss Royal Rumble
2: Royal Rumble swimsuit. Why do I irrationally hate the cat? I I do too. (sighs) Because she's
1: a Sable's music at some point and you irrationally hate Sable. uh,
2: Then we get
0: a uh, segment here of Miss Royal Rumble swimsuit (sighs) as it's the king just announcing who's going to be partaking in it. Terry, BB, Jackie, Ivory, Luna, and the cat. So, who did you not say? The very last one who comes out later. No. Who? Tori. Was she there?
1: No. Why is she not part of this?
2: Hmm. Well, she's already freaking enough out that uh, women, or that everyone's seen her tits, so... But wasn't she, like, a nudist when she Uh first showed up? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh What the
1: fuck, man? Hmm. Because, like... At the end of the second, it sucks. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, they're like, if we have to be in it, you have to be in it. Okay, so why does not that, not play to Tori?
2: You know, I never thought of that. I never even noticed she was not out there. Cause, well, yeah, I think
1: Christ, because it means the second was a little cause, shorter. Oh, yeah,
0: because Ivory's like, I'm not part of it, but Luna. i supposed to
1: see Kane chokes on all the other women. Yeah, <laughs> Luna.
2: you looking at my girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is 2000 WF, yeah.
0: so. Uh, then May Young comes down and says she's going to show off her puppies and tries to until Henry and everybody stops her. Gross. Do you want to
2: see my puppies?
0: No, no, I don't, Kane. Nope. Uh We see Acolytes <laughs> and X-Pac and Triple H in the ring. <laughs> puppies. Our next match is X-Pac, what? Triple H versus the Acolytes. Stephanie joins commentary. Uh, back and forth match for a little bit until the Acolytes come on down to attack uh, the outlaws come on down to attack the acolytes. Outlaws hit both men with the, their belt. Gun hits a famous arm Bradshaw onto the belt. Road Dog does his little knee, sh- his little shimmy shimmy with the knee drop onto Farouk, who had a belt on his face. Yep. Then we go to Michael Cole, Michael, Michael, who's in San Antonio, and he's like let's go to the footage about what the doctor has like, to
1: say. You were there the whole time just to throw to a package? Yes. Motherfuck, yes, dude. Yes, he was. That blew my goddamn mind in my notes. I'm Jesus like...
0: Jesus Christ. Get him hit home, you fuck. I'm like, why is he there? He's like, because he's on the phone earlier and he's like, Michael Cole bringing us an update later on about Stone Cold. Yeah, we filmed uh, this doctor seven hours
1: hi, ago. I'm, I'm,
0: hi, I'm here in San Antonio here and, you know, the doctor just got done doing his press conference let's cut to it now. It's like, what? Uh, You know, uh, Austin had uh, bone spurs in his neck that was pressing on his spinal cord. Uh, Normally, a normal uh, surgery would go about an hour and a half, but since Austin's thick, it went three. Yep. Uh, Doctor goes through stuff and says that Austin could be back in the ring, but he doesn't fully know yet. They're not wrong. Yeah. So... Do you going to hear the list of guys this
1: guy has operated on? Yes. So this was a legit doctor. Legit doctor. Okay, okay, uh, okay, Specializing specifically in wrestling injuries to the neck. Okay. So, including, so we have Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, Edge, Lita, Gregory Helms, Bob Holly, Scotty Chihuahua, Test, Rhino, Steve Austin, Matt and Jeff Hardy. Jesus. Yeah. That's God a lot. damn, dude.
2: That's a lot. You know, he was a...
1: Le- he's the, uh, at this point, he was the chief of medicine for this hospital.
2: Wow. You know, Lloyd he was legit. Damn. His
0: name is Lloyd Youngblood. So is then we, interesting. So we do that, and then we cut to, to the rock just posing in front of a monitor. That sounds about right. Yep. Uh, then we go to DX celebrating what they just did, the Acolytes, but then Triple H is like, hey, that's good news about Austin, but if he ever comes back, I'm
2: going to kick his <laughs> that ass. That's so awkward. It was like, why? You know what it reminded how me of? You, how how about you say, if that s- motherfucker comes back, I'll kill him again. See what I did? Like, yeah. you know. Like, that's good news, man. Huh? I mean, come it on. It reminded me of, you
0: know, like, the Hogan like, thing. When Ho- yep, when Flair had to kiss Hogan's ass. Hey, well, when Brett and Flair yep. should we cut to the next segment. Yes, because they do it again. We go to Kevin Kelly with The Rock. Rock first thing. Hey, Stone Cold, Ugh. congrats on your surgery.
1: Gross, dude.
0: I'm like, what is happening here? I fucking hated
1: this. This is terrible.
0: I'm
2: like, yeah,
0: that's believable.
2: These
1: two oh. don't give a fuck about Steve Austin. Not like, like legitimately, I don't think they want him to be
2: paralyzed, but like.
1: hey Flair, Hey, Hogan, this one's for you. This does not make sense for either of their characters to do this.
2: I died a little inside when Flair said he was a Hulkamania. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> Gross, dude. Oh, what? It's so bad. <laughs> uh,
0: so then he t- t- Rock changes the subject to the Big Show. Yeah. Big Show, you're not a jabroni. You're seven foot, five hundred pound, steaming, smelly piece of monkey crap. Yep,
2: that's so, better. I,
0: <laughs> so I love Kevin Kelly in the background. He was just like,
1: oh
2: god damn it. Rock, <laughs> Rock then says he's called
0: everybody jabroni. J-B-R-O-O. It doesn't matter how you spell it. X-Y-Z-W-M-P-3. <laughs> uh, Rock says he doesn't want Big Show to be a partner. his partner. Rock says the one thing Big Show can do is stand on the apron and do the one impressive thing he can do.
2: Uh,
1: jabroni. Kevin <laughs> Kelly was priceless here. He's like,
0: oh, he turned it. God, he said it again.
1: He just shook his head in like I, disbelief. I
3: love
0: the fact that he does the, ooh, right? He pauses, looks at the camera, and goes, jabroni. And <laughs> that's like the last line of the segment. God damn. Our next match, boys, is Jeff Hardy with Matt and Terry versus Bubba Ray and, Diva, and yep. with Devon. Yep. Um, back and forth match here between Jeff and Bubba. Terry gets on the apron, but Devon pulls her down. Matt and Devon get into it. Jeff hits a swan tom for the win. Uh, Dudley's attacked the Hardys after the match, giving both men 3Ds. They get a table, and they once the 3D happened, and they're like, let's get a table. I'm like, I don't know the spot. Like, really don't. But in my head, I'm like, they're going to powerbomb Jeff on Matt through the table, which they did. Yep.
1: Is that the first time they've done this move?
0: Here, yes. In, yeah, w- in WWE? Yes. Okay. We go backstage with Hardcore questioning uh, Jericho defending the title tonight before their pay per view. And then we cut to China doing the same thing. Why is he defending the title tonight against Rikishi? I don't know. Uh, January 30th, guys, halftime Heat's back.
3: <laughs> okay. So, time before the pitch. So, so our, good.
0: So, our next match is for the Intercontinental Championship as it's Rikishi versus Chris
2: Jericho. <laughs> My favorite part is Jericho comes out and he's like. China and Hardcore Holly want to know why I'm defending the title tonight. Because that's what champions do, dummies. I'm an honorable, ch- I'm an honorable champion.
0: Uh, calls Rikishi, Raki, or, uh, Rakafishi. Raka-fishi. Uh, and He says, I can also show him how to do some sweet dance moves like the electric banana. <laughs> yep. Uh, during the match, Jericho does a flying forearm but takes down the ref. The Hollies run down to attack Rikishi, but Rikishi gets the better of them by sidekicking Crash and Samoan dropping Hardcore. Rikishi then hits a sidekick on Jericho and goes for the Rikishi driver, but China comes down and low blows him. China yells at Rikishi as Rikishi then hits a double clothesline to both of them and then a belly-to-belly to, belly to China. Rikishi's going to do his second rope drop on China, but Hardcore Holly hits Rikishi with a chair. Uh, Hardcore starts hitting Rikishi with the chair Until Too Cool comes down and makes the save Jericho runs off with the title yep. Then after the match Too Cool has to dance yeah, they do, And they get the crowd pumped And clapping along as they go
1: I never Got to see this live Because by the time they came to town They weren't doing it with Rikishi anymore Oh, oh that sucks I was so bummed man
0: then we get the weird segment here. Big Show talking to catches Jack.
2: Jack telling Big Show that hey, you should trust The Rock. No, you need more, to work it out. Yeah, he said that, but it was more like you should just bow down and capitulate to whatever the hell The Rock. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna just talk shit and, and neuter you, but you should just go with it. Show was like, "That's what I did." Now I'm good with it. I don't want any of it. I was Fuck. like, "That's kind of weird," right?
0: Yeah. Uh, our next match is a squash match as its yep. test versus. Nope. Albert, huh? no. no, I'm not test. Sorry, Kane. What the fuck? Sorry, I'm reading some stuff as I'm trying to uh, multitask. here, guys, no time goes. for TNA yet. Not, no, not <laughs> yet. Soon, uh, Kane so, wins with the chokeslam. <laughs> Albert goes for the. Uh, uh, Albert says, gets on the mic and is like, "Kane likes dominant, likes to be dominated by women. So do I."
2: Yep, there's the It's like, huh? I ain't heard King Champ. Uh,
0: let's go backstage with Cactus Jack and the Rock. As once again, Kat, Jack's like, "Hey, Rock, you should really, you know, try, you know, try to be more friendly with uh, Big Show, Big Show." <laughs> and uh, Joe's flatlining here. No, I'm trying to do like two things. I forgot one thing here. Uh, Put your pants back on. Like Rock look. Talk, yeah. I, I like the fact that like, the rocks like looks at Jack. At Jack's like, yeah. Uh, I'll go, I'll go show you. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go work work with him.
3: Sure.
0: Y- you watch. You watch. You know, just like okay. Yeah, you uh, just watch and you know I'll 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 work with him. Uh, let's go to our next match and it's the main event as it's the New Age Outlaws versus Big Show and The Rock. Well, before the match even starts, The Rock and Big Show fight it with each other. <laughs> so. I just want to point out that
1: he just keeps saying this whole thing is personal with The Rock. He wasn't this mad at Boss Man.
0: Like, <laughs> Jesus. Boss Christ, Christ, uh, man. Bossman dr- dr- drove his dad's casket. The <laughs> Rock <laughs> called him a jabroni, man. Let's let's calm down. Hey guys, he's sensitive. I
1: <laughs> know hey,
2: Jabroni.
0: He's sensitive. Fucking kill you.
2: <laughs> it's almost like he called him Jive Turkey or something like that. It's almost uh, like I said he was fat. <laughs>
0: Uh, Triple H, Stephanie, and X-Pac watched from the top of the ramp as Lazy Boy for the McMahon and Helmsley and a still chair for X-Pac. Well, I mean, if you needed evidence of the pecking order, yeah. you, there it is.
2: There it is, pecking you right in the face. Uh, Rock gets
0: moments in this match, but is outnumbered because Big Show just stands on the apron. That's funny he said numbers, because uh,
1: Earl was yelling them into the <laughs> fucking camera the whole match. <laughs> yes, y- he was. You don't Seven say? minutes, guys. Three minutes, guys! <laughs> like, well, Cool, Earl. We got it. Uh,
0: Billy throws the rock to the outside Jesus and Christ. gets help with Big Show as Big Show headbutts him and throws him back in the ring. <laughs> rock gets a chair and hits the Big Show with it. <laughs> Billy makes the cover for the win. After the match, the rock hits the people's elbow on the Big Show as DX is watching from the back, applauding. <laughs> hey, good! Hey! <laughs> It's like The Rock with a uh, when Triple H and Bulldog on SmackDown. <laughs> Triple H is gonna do the pedigree. He's like, "Yeah, you do yeah, it. it. Cut the Good arms. Job, yeah, so much Good like, job, man. Stir in the pot, baby. <laughs> stir in the pot." So that ends Raw.
1: Wow. I mean, I mean, it's do the better you show. have to
0: ask? <laughs> no, I don't. Just tell better us show. some ratings. Let's go to the ratings. So last week, going into sold out, WCW got a three
3: Five.
0: Okay. WWF six point eight. Okay. Well, both went down this I, week. I, got it. <laughs> I, it. I kind of figured one would. <laughs> mm, yeah. Three. WCW got Still a
1: three. Got a three. Yep. It's impressive actually for them. I can't
2: wait to see what happens next oh, week.
0: Uh, WWF got a six. Well, they went got down it. quite a bit.
1: They actually kept the same margin though. Because it was yeah. 3, 8, and 6, 8, and then 3, and 6. So
0: they kept the three-point margin, but they still went down. That is weird. That's weird. <laughs> so, you know what's not weird? Let's go to our favorite part of the show. It's the org show.
2: <laughs> Let's start it off with best match. <clears throat> Kevin Psychosis. Yep. I was trying to think of something from Rob, and nothing from Rob nah. was that
1: good. It was all storyline development, which is fine, but yeah.
2: Go home, show theoretically. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you want to you want to do a good? I'll give it to Kidman and Psycho. It it
0: was a mm-hmm. good opening. Uh, worst match. Package and Bam Bam for me. Yeah, that's yeah, one hundred percent. Yes, that sucked.
1: Also, uh, uh what what'd you call that match? I'm just curious. Huh? Gibroni match. Oh,
0: I keep po- A jabroni, Get it mash. Right, jabroni. Sorry, Jabroni match of the week. Get it's jabroni. bam bam and package. Uh MVP.
1: This is interesting. I didn't write one down before the show because I didn't think anybody had a clear
3: mm.
1: night.
2: You got anything, Corey? Wow. You know what? For once, there is not anyone from either show
1: like definitely not a night Really
2: stood Fuck out. Fuck
1: that. But I don't think anybody in Raw had a great night. Nobody had a bad night. Nobody stood out. Yeah, nobody stood out.
0: I'll go Jericho. Okay. I am going Triple H. Just seeing the... Like, hear me out for this part, right? Watching his promo tonight... Of him saying how he's going to... Go deep inside himself to go match this, you know... Match Jack... You can see the passion. You can see mm-hmm. the fire in his eyes that he's going to do that. That in most
2: common p- promos we get to today, you don't get. That's because he understood this was make or break for him, this match.
0: Yes. So he had she had to show that off. And then also, you know, him working the DX guys again. And then applauding at the end. Like, hey, good job, sure. And then... I think I'm going to go big show. Yeah? Yeah.
2: Because he's not a jabroni. Well... Hey, that's what the whole thing's about. <laughs> G. Brony. G G, G. G. Brony.
0: Uh Mo Can I uh, can you
2: do mine? Yeah, go ahead.
0: And it's like it, this is it. WWF writing for Cactus Jack for this week. Dib. Yeah. Yep. Because, Those were I because of the fact for me is he's a sadistic SOB that he <laughs> he's going to be one tough guy against Triple H, right?
2: But he's playing, like, marriage counselor between The Rock and Big Show. Boom, yeah. right there. Doesn't fit at all with what's the yeah. rest, what he's doing the rest of the time. Hey. It's like having New Jack in there. Hey, man, you should get along, brother.
0: But I'm here to kick your
2: ass this Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to murder you, sh- but you guys... Can you guys get I want like to see get- you fight. Yeah, please. It please. doesn't fit. For, I, that, I agree with that. For the children. It's not my pick, but I agree with it.
1: Well, my pick, uh, same idea, um, but Kevin Nash. Uh, you don't know how you could hate the Cactus Jack promo and still not pick Kevin Nash. Oh, it was terrible, too. That was maybe the worst segment Kevin Nash
2: has ever had in the history of his career. And I think it was on purpose. That's fucking bad, dude. I think he tanked it. It was so bad. You cannot convince me he didn't tank that. He's uh, like he's never been that bad on so, the So,
1: I can't understand why he would, but that actually just, that just makes you super unprofessional then.
2: In that company at that point?
1: But at this point, you are, though. They're paying you fucking money. Um, If you think you're the big star you are, figure it out. Pull them out. Put it on your back and make it work. Or shut the fuck up.
2: Mine is the entire fucking WCW as a whole. Just the company (laughs) of WCW. Everybody involved in it it gets my motive.
1: It's terrible, Um, dude.
2: And, uh, yeah, that's... I had a runner-up, but it's not...
1: Is uh... It... I don't know, man. It's I feel like, in hindsight, people think, like, like there was a drop. There was, like, a steady... It feels like this company ended in one night. It feels like... Like, it wasn't good, but, like, it feels like in the last four to eight hours, this company fucking died. Just wait, died.
2: Wait till you watch the next two months of TV. Oh, boy. <laughs> WTF, guys? Um... I, I have mine. It's weird. Okay. It's totally weird. I understand why The Rock is second only to Hulk Hogan. Hmm. Not besides Austin. When it comes to the level of popularity and the pop culture crossover and all that, they have something in common character-wise. Yep. Do you know what it is? They both, mm. at the absolute zenith of their popularity were terrible douchebags who had no redeeming qualities when you really look at them. (laughs) Hogan would cheat and manipulate and all that crap. And The Rock is just this fucking dickhead bully who thinks he's better than everyone, talks down to everybody, uh, treats everybody like shit. Nope. They're they're exactly alike. Yep. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, I noticed that for some reason This particular episode of Raw Hammered that home to me more than anything else I was just like Huh What a dick
1: Mine's pretty simple Uh, You you vacated three titles in 24 hours And then reversed one of those (laughs) vacates And gave it back to him Let's
2: go for four Let's strip them tag belts Fuck it
0: I'm jumping on the uh, Booble bandwagon there of the fact that for DCW, my WTF is that that of vacating two titles one twice and not having that backup, 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 backup plan in well, case of well, a situation. Remember
3: they did
2: have backup plans, oh, it, but they all said no. And they all said no. <laughs> they ran through like ten people. So is Sid Z on the list of Apparently, maybe? or yeah. if not, not even on the list too. I could not believe he was not even considered. Like, yep.
0: Blows my mind. So yeah, WCW, uh
2: what a week. Jesus. Truly, I mean, like you can point to so many moments mm-hmm. starting at Starkade ninety seven. <laughs> but this week is just feels like like this like you can catch yeah. cancer. Yeah. Right? You just eventually you might get you cancer. Don't go seek that's, it out. That's no. <laughs> Don't actively search for it. <laughs> that's getting cancer is 97. You, you don't hire the cancer from, from fucking WWF? You, Starcade 97 uh, is when you got cancer. You didn't know you got it, but you yeah. got it, right? And then it's, it's been getting worse. Uh, around, uh, around the finger poke of doom, you, you went to the doctor and found out you had cancer. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is where cancer just kills you. Yeah. <laughs> like You're
1: dead. This is where... <laughs> You find out you had like cancer and then just went to the store and just opened all of these cigarettes and rubbed them in your gums. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck it.
2: I agree. Bring it on, man. I equate this week in the cancer thing, and it's morbid, but this week, this week in WW, this is when you go to the doctor and he's like, you've got months to live.
1: Yep. We'll yeah. te- give you it's a terrible. year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, this. I, this is so fun because I think about this conversation we had a year ago. A year ago, at Royal Rumble, when that match and crystallized the lack of a talent roster, WWE had at the time. Yep. One year later, look at the two places the companies are in. My God, is this a different fucking war? And you know
2: what's crazy too. Gee, and they they had a lot of these weevil. They load up the undercard on the rumble. Uh Uh-huh. But during the 30-man rumble itself, you can still see there's work to be done. But they've made such an improvement.
1: You know what's funny? I was going to save this point for the rumble. But, because I remember you making that exact point, I have a counter to that. I want to hear what you think about it. If you're going to have a very strong undercard, you're going to have a weak rumble. You can't have both. That's you true. You either have to have a very weak undercard and a really good rumble, or the other way around, you can't have both. Unless, because I know you personally don't like people working both. Yeah, I don't. And you can't, ha- if they're going to work both, then you're going to, you know what I mean, if you're not yeah. going to have both, then you're going to have one or the other's going to be real bad. Mm-hmm.
2: That's normally, yeah, you're true. With a 30-person
1: match, that's just how it's
2: going to be. Yeah. That's 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 true. Um, Boy. One year. It's, it's it's quite deep. <laughs> it's been
0: 1 year but we're on the 1 week it's been 1 week since we're going to the Royal Rumble we have the, we have the
2: midweek Watch a war. with all the lads on
0: we have the midweek war
1: I stories Mike
2: today's on this one
1: <laughs> jesus christ close <laughs> so three count it cuz he's fucking going to lose it <laughs> <Yeah, Right, right, laughs>
0: uh, let me wrap this up so this brings it end to this week's episode of the Monday Night War Stories uh we have the midweek war stories coming up you can go back and listen to our sold out paper uh pay-per-view war stories to find out the beginning of the crumbling <laughs> of one Vince Russo's WCW. And then next week, we're doing the Paper Reward Stories for Royal Rumble 2000. Uh, you can go to any of our social media websites to find all, our, all of our information. Uh, you can listen to all of our podcasts at nocellentainment.com. That's right, nocellentainment.com. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.